Yes, bring all of us down, and when it's time for us to talk, bring us up. <laughs> Hello and welcome to MiceCast with your hosts Greg, Mike, and Shaft. I'm laughing because I'm watching Greg try to manipulate five slide pots at once. We're actually using real professional okay. equipment now. We're going into the big time. Yeah. Greg is Greg is getting his board operator certification as we speak. We're recording live at the uh, Enchanted Tiki Bar. Take a boat. Uh, Trader Sam's Disneyland Hotel. And every single one of us have a congolish. Yes. I gotta say, I have photographic evidence. Yes. <laughs> what they call the little umbrella drink. That's right. This actually is a very nice drink. Quite, quite tasty. Which tasty. was which was bigger? Yeah. Ah. Nice. Huh? Okay. I don't want to chomp too much. Already. Okay, well, you can pull yourself down and eat, you know. <laughs> uh, all right, so here we are. It's been approximately nine months since we last recorded an episode. And it should be said that it's Christmas time once again here at Disneyland. Yes. Oh, by the way, since it is Christmas time, I thought we should play a little Christmas music to get us in the mood. Right, okay. Ready? Yeah. Okay. No, because he can comment. Oh, he's gonna comment during this. Joa ha, Joa ha, Saksana, Tiwama, Kajai, Hi. Okay, cling on to this. Well, those are nerds with too much time on their hands. Funny, somebody managed to uh, block the whole thing with Alright, so it's been it's been nine months since uh, we last got together. No, no one's had a kid since then. Quite frankly, since March, since that last March, uh, I've only been in the resort once. This is my second time being anywhere near here since June. Seems like I'm here every day. I should hope so. <laughs> I should hope it seems like you're here every day. Uh, so yeah, we're here, we're here at the, the newly renovated Tangaroa Terrace, enjoying some Congolooses courtesy of Trader Sands. In fact, this is your first time you've been around in this area. Yes, this is the first time I've seen this. This is the first time I've been in here since all the construction walls came down. I mean, I've been into Trader Sands in the bar. And the last time I looked at the pool, the, the new monorail slides were up. But the other half of the pool was just a hole in the ground. So, yeah, this is the first time I've had a chance to see it all as well. Um, Greg's the one that's here all the time. And I'm still not clear what they did over there. Because um, they didn't move, the, they didn't change the pool, they didn't... Um, I think you've got to get the basic... Um, rehab of the uh, gunite and, and yeah, all that. Oh, okay. And stripped down to just the gunite and then uh, well, you know, that the was, was Yeah, that was where they had the uh, the lost pool or whatever with the old Peter Pan crap. I said strip that out then. Yeah, I think they must have enlarged the pool a little bit. I'm not positive. But... They got that little weight pool. I don't know if that was there before that goes underneath the bridge. So. Alright. So anyway, um, 
here we are, and as usual, we have no idea what we're going to talk about. Well, did you music in a ramp? Oh, yes. Did okay. You, did you sincerely have a ramp? Well, sure. It's about the parking situation here. Oh, that that kind of a ramp. Okay. Well, come on. It was right. pretty piss poor. Dude, all right, so here's 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 what they did. I come over. I'm coming from Ball. I'm coming over the fly, the fly bridge, and I'm stopped about halfway over. I'm sitting there and I'm creeping forward, creeping forward. You know, there's two guy, there's two lanes turning in to the downtown Disney road, coming from the south, and there's Up one the lane that was going from the north the to cult. the south. And we're turning into two lanes. Walt Disney had and been then largely next thing I know, the police department shows up to direct traffic. And I look in my rearview mirror, and now the line has gone all the way over the flybridge, probably backed up to Ball. squeeze the nation. They have three guys directing traffic, getting us in. On the street We've got a little spur road, which used to be Cerritos pain. Avenue, right? The we turn into downtown Disney. As refuges from the suffering. They have the three, film industry was hardly they have three to toll booths for people to take the tickets. Disney's, however, were. Three toll booths. While other studios saw get their your ticket, revenues dip precipitously. Nice, nice not so much because They're funneling everybody into one lane to turn into that overflow parking that's right there to the right. They're not letting anybody go forward. They're not letting anybody turn left. And the value and of the property have, collapsed. I don't, they have the stream of cars, the people with little special colored paper stuck on their window, and they're funneling them out without making them pay. In one of Uncle Get Rich and so they've got the traffic of people trying to come in stopped while they letting all this other traffic out, and they made the no effort Trump. to regulate Though the flow, let some people in, let some people out, nothing. The three lanes into one, with three dudes standing there just watching it. Rather than cutting costs, he kept increasing even usually reserved Roy felt that he and really Walt had somehow cheated close. the depression the, by constantly reinvesting in their own studio rather than investing in the stock market. There was something that must have gotten out because there, there was anything that we had saved up was all put into our business, he wrote his parents in 1932. We have been doing there's a lot of people that are funneling out without making them pay. a very good lesson to the people at large. Made me think something special or maybe even to learn to invest in themselves as well. Maybe even uh, but if the depression did not affect overflow for the park, it was in many yeah, ways replicated in his own emotional depression. Dude, Just as the nation could not escape the economic buffets, Walt could not secure his fantasy world against the assaults of the real world. Could not, in fact, make it perfect enough or impregnable enough, which led to his breakdown. Not raining his yet. first plan, when his doctor the, uh, told him he had to leave the studio, the was to take an ocean trip to Seattle and then visit his parents in Portland and Lillian's relatives in Idaho. His second plan was to sail to Hawaii, and he booked passage for himself and Lillian on a cruise ship. In the event, he and Lillian acted impulsively, canceling the Hawaii trip and booking passage on a boat from Havana okay. through it's the Panama Canal, so and picking up travelers' checks and hopping a train to St. Louis, where they hoped to catch a riverboat down the Mississippi River, just as Walt and his old friend Russell like, Maas had intended to do when Walt returned from France in 1990. From their disembarkation point, they planned to get to Key West and run. Yet for all the daily hilarity and fun, the ease and informality at the Disney studio had never been accidental or incidental. It was essential to Walt Disney, even more essential now that they were making Snow White. If the film, through the character of Snow White, traced Walt's own maturation, it also limbed his own sense of insecurity they, within they his family and his again, ongoing search for a community or surrogate family to which he could belong well, and draw in. The family that Snow White <laughs> finds. I mean, you thought you were prepared? 
Walt Disney oh, was not just no, producing a occupational hazard. Though it may also have had something to do with the fact that the kind of men who were attracted Don't do it as a psychiatrist's heaven and a madhouse. And one new artist wrote Frenin and Pass Gas, <laughs> who had put a lot on Hyperion for a game of baseball, with the merry month called the Mickey Mouse Melodian, upholstered chairs, what, are you skipping? for storing work in progress, and most amazing of all, each room had a moviola. The desk furniture was something, Ward Kimball concurred. They decided to use a Spanish motif because the first building that was built on Hyperion oh, well, I thought that had this. There, there was a couple things I, I took note of. Spanish rooftop. One was. Um, so this tile proves boxing Richard's gloves, doll houses, with, doll dishes, tops, um, blocks, drums, the puzzles, games. Of boxing gloves, doll houses, doll dishes. Lived know, in a, a whirlwind. Within a year, there were 40. In the park. Pull that down while you're monkeying with it, because. Yeah. <laughs> so, but now licensees from Mickey Mouse products. A year after that, in 1934, Cayman, with a staff numbering 15 in New York alone, had helped orchestrate $35 million of sales in Disney merchandise in the United States and an equal amount overseas. This is like in the 20s. And he had opened branches across Europe and even in Australia. Thanks largely to Cayman's efforts, the image of Mickey Mouse was ubiquitous and unavoidable. Shoppers carry Mickey Mouse satchels and briefcases, reported the New York Times Did you hear that? tribute to the marketing phenomenon, bursting with Mickey Mouse soap, candy, playing cards, bridge favors, hairbrushes, chinaware, alarm clocks, and hot water bottles, wrapped in Mickey Mouse paper, tied with Mickey Mouse ribbon, and paid for out of Mickey Mouse purses with savings hoarded in Mickey Mouse banks. <laughs> Children, it continued, lived in a new Mickey Mouse world. They wear Mickey Mouse caps, waists, socks, shoes, slippers, garters, mittens, aprons, bibs, and underthings, and beneath Mickey Mouse rain capes and umbrellas. They go to school where Mickey Mouse desk outfits turn lessons into pleasure. They play with Mickey Mouse velocipedes, footballs, baseballs, bounce balls, bats, catching gloves. I guess what I'm saying is this kind of merchandising isn't new to, well, to Disney. I mean, this no. Is, <laughs> no, that's, the thing is, is the Disney Empire has always Sorry. That's me. The Disney down. Empire has always been one of the greatest merchandise. No, my comment had nothing to do with merchandise in general. My comment was specific to Disneyland merchandise is that if you wanted something like a Disneyland T-shirt or something that was Disneyland, you had to go boxing to gloves, doll houses, doll dishes, to to, tops, you know, blocks, drums, puzzles, games, paint sets, sewing sets, drawing sets, stamping sets, jack sets, bubble sets, toys, push toys, animated toys, tents, camp stools, sand pails, masks, blackboards, and balloons. Where you could get Mickey everywhere, you and even get that list Disneyland did not begin to exhaust the, the, the number of Mickey Mouse products. Just as Mickey now on film had come to be regarded as a tonic editor for the depression, so did Mickey's image on merchandise. Round, colorful, appealing Mickey Mouse had become the graphic representation of indomitable happiness, even in the face of national despair. Wherever so, he scampers, here or overseas, the Times observed the yeah, Sunday <laughs> Well, you could mute over here. The other thing I found interesting, I'm going to see Roy if I can get it. Roy will make the pictures. Here. You get the money.
That was that. Was Walt's salary? Even before the success of Snow White, Walt himself made a generous salary, among the highest in the film industry. After Snow White, his base salary was listed as $108,298, not including another $25,605 from the studio's foreign corporations. And on March 11, 1940, he signed a seven-year contract with the studio at $2,000 a week, which again didn't include compensation from the stock that he held. By comparison, Roy made $72,000 and Gunther Lessing under $15,000. Still, as much as he actively cultivated his image as an artist, or at least an artisan, rather than an entrepreneur, Walt was being honest when he said the money was a happy byproduct of the work. You yeah, think? Yeah, it, well, it, it talked about how he didn't really live a high life. Um, oh yeah, the house in Homely Hills is not... Well, that was one of his last homes. He's, you know, he had a few others. But, and he did pour a lot of the profits right back into the company. But then again, that's profits after the yeah. salary. What are you looking at? I just heard a bunch of clicking. Oh, I think that's yeah, down there. They clicked on the tiki torches, I want to say. Oh, maybe. They will come on soon. Um, this is a really good biography. I was a little apprehensive to buy it. I'm like, okay, I've got some credits. I'll get it. I've had it for a while. Probably over two years and I haven't listened to it because I've read the other ones. This one has so much detail about studio life, film production. Right now we're in the war years where pretty much the government came in and just took over the studios. Uh, we just got through the strike, which was brutal. It was hard to listen to just how bad it really was. But Walt dug in, the other side dug in. They talked about, I mean, that time it was thugs organizing unions. There they go, all the torches are kicking on. Yeah. I mean, literally thugs. So it, it was it was pretty interesting to listen to it. Uh, but it's, so like I say, right now in the war years, if it wasn't for making films for the government, he'd be bankrupt and out of business by now. So he's-, he's Because of the union fight? No, no, no. Be, well, that did hurt, but poor uh, films that were received poorly. Bambi's not doing so well. Uh, Fantasia opened to great reviews at first. And then pretty much the public didn't really didn't buy care it. for Dumbo it. Dumbo was a re success though, wasn't well, it? That, that's what's interesting. Remember how I've argued in the past that, you know, Dumbo's a film that Walt didn't want to make? Because I had read that somewhere that the animators had to, um, they begged him practically. And he's like, oh, here's a small budget, go do it. This guy this is saying exactly the opposite, that he's like, okay, great. Here's a film. We're going to do it for a low budget. We're not going to do our high realistic standards. We're going to. This is a cartoon film versus the other features. He was yeah. trying to be a little more realistic or right. try a different tone. Uh, this and and it worked out really well. So this one contradicts another story um, that I've heard before. But it, it's interesting that you know what we think of now as all these classics at the time weren't really doing that well. Snow White did awesome but it was like a downhill from there we haven't hit a turn yet where it's coming back up they all had some critical success but even a lot of critical non-success so uh, but the guys reading a lot of times from actual memos between like Roy and Walt and other partners they've had over the period of time you can see why he started to distrust bankers and other people because he in a lot of ways is portrayed as a just a happy sack a very gullible that got taken advantage of by many people because maybe that Midwestern, I mean, <laughs> you know, and, uh, and his dad was such a taskmaster that he seemed to, 
retreat into the. Um, Do you see that open? Yeah, I'm surprised. Try to. I'm gonna. To it? Okay. I'm jumping on it now. Um, anyways, it, it's a it's a good read or listen <coughs> if you're into the uh, audible thing like I am. Um, so, anyways, I highly recommend it. A lot of detailed, good information. There's some other points I won't play now, but there are some other areas that I tag. Um, let's see, studio info. Just like you heard that part about movieolas. Yeah. These guys had like movieolas in almost every room. They talked about the original sweatshops or sweat rooms. Uh, Nowadays, you go through a, a studio and you go talk about moviola, and people look at you and go, "What?" Well, they don't really need them anymore like <laughs> they know. used to, but they don't um, use them like they. Yeah, but, but that kind of stuff is just fascinating when they're, t- they're talking about the big. Though here's what I found really interesting. They're at Hyperion, and you've always heard Hyperion was crowded. It wasn't really set up as a studio very well. They kept adding hodgepodge. When they moved to the studio, remember how we talked about Disneyland or the parks have been a victim of their own success? Yeah. We've <laughs> talked about that a lot, especially like even since I left. It's become so big here, no one really knows anybody anymore. It's very, become more corporate than it even was when I was here. When they moved from Hyperion to Buena Vista, total mood change. Walt now is inaccessible. There's two secretaries between him oh, and his okay. people. Um, though he still says hi to people, it's still a campus feeling, which they brought over from Hyperion, where they used to go out and play baseball, badminton, all kinds of different uh, activities. Nobody punched a clock. He just didn't like clock punching. But once, then really when the union came in, clocks came in. It yeah, was that's no the longer, double-edged sword yeah, of that. It, because was, it was no longer, let's go out and have some fun. Well, don't worry, we'll get the film done. We'll work Saturday. But, yeah, we're just screwing off right now. That stuff all gone. Um, so they said as nice as Burbank was, and it was high tech for the day. They had multiple restaurants. They had, uh, it sounded like people ate for free. I mean, it was really kind of an interesting uh, dynamic going on. I'm thinking this is like a worker's paradise, an artist's paradise until the strike. Yeah, well, that's what unions do for you, right? They get you your protections, but at the same time, you give up certain things in exchange yeah, let, for those protections. Where a Swedish exercise trainer named Carl Johnson led workouts and a roof deck where animators could and did sunbathe nude. Every noon in really? the studio's theater, there would be a 30-minute show of animations, newsreels, and scenes from other features. In fact, though the studio had been modeled after a college campus and was still frequently described as one, it had so many frills that Walt himself compared it now to a swank hotel. The only thing missing, he felt, was housing on the lot for the employees so that they would never have to leave the studio. <laughs> he was Sounds contemplating familiar. how to do it. That was the last element of his old communitarian dream. Some felt that Walt had transplanted the feeling of camaraderie and fellowship from Hyperion. The whole atmosphere is conducive to the lightheartedness and gaiety that you find in Disney's pictures, gossip columnist Hedda Hopper chirped shortly after the move. After lunch, you'll find executives playing everything from softball to ping pong with their employees. She cited the oft-repeated fact that everyone called the boss Walt. A New York Times reporter visiting the studio later that year wrote in a similar vein that a walk across the lawns at noon was like a walk through Central Park on Sunday. Employees sat or reclined leisurely on the grass. They called, hello, Walt. Hi, Walt. 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 
and Disney waved and hellowed back, an effect that was underscored by the fact that the studio's streets were named after Disney characters. Guess how Dopey old Drive he was at and this Mickey time. Avenue. Well, what year is this? Others described the same old practical jokes. The same Cleveland. 1940, 1941. So he's, when he's 40 years old. No, no. He's in his early 30s at this point. I think his date might, I'm not sure if his date exact, is no, exactly the right. The Burbank Studios opened up in 1940, so that would make him 39 years old when he opened it up. They were still talking about him in his 30s here. I haven't followed the time. Okay, well, he does technically. Jump around, but, you know, he's very young. Yeah, he's for, he was very young as a studio head. Studio head, mogul, uh, yeah, individual. And that was what they were saying at one time. He's trying to go talk to RKO or all these different people to get distributors. It's like 21 at the Hyperion Studios, I think, when they started. Can you imagine a 21-year-old now trying to demand, I need release, I need this, I need that. You know, and this time, you, the, the way the theaters were, they were owned much differently. And to get distribution, you know, he, like, let's say, bought out to Carthay for a two-week run. Or you buy, you know, you do this much different than the way films are released today. Well, there's some antitrust act that made you... Yes. You had yeah. to, you couldn't own all three arms of motion pictures, you know, production, distribution, or display, right? Right. So you can only own two out of the three. Yeah. They talked about his UA thing and Charlie Chat. He, I mean, he knew a lot of people got along, but then they also said he didn't really, they didn't really socialize. There's an interesting movie that came out back in the 70s called Nickelodeon that talked about that. I remember that movie, Nickelodeon? It was all about the patent wars. And the patent wars was because Edison invented the movie camera and the movie projector. No, he didn't. Edison ripped it off from... Lumiere, is that what you're gonna say? <laughs> Edison invented the movie camera and movie projector, and consequently, <laughs> with, his, with his, let's say, well, let's put it this way, Edison had the patent on yeah. the movie camera and the movie projector, and he felt that he deserved a piece of every film action, and so that was what helped bring in the end of a lot of the studio distribution stuff because. Some of it was going, some of it was running independent, and they actually hired thugs to take out the independent. Well, they also talked about the guy who invented um, the present form of the animation they were using with the, with the pegs and the, and the papers, and like he thought he could copyright that and keep other people from doing films like that. And they've, they've talked about in betweening when, you know, and his different standards and where some of the animators were used to drawing every picture now they're only drawing keyframes and loose and someone else is finishing it that there's all these different dynamics going on that sometimes alienated sometimes didn't um, you so know, it is kind of interesting we argue about on um, who invented the camera the were we well were you I don't know well you made I'm I'm remaining neutral yeah, you, I do you, you did you did Switzerland you did you made the comment about the difference on Edison the one, the one story I always remember was Edison was the one that made, the, let's put it this way, Edison invented the first realistic movie camera. And one of the reasons Edison, Edison's invention worked was he went to George Eastman because he wanted celluloid film to be able to run through it. And Eastman says, well, how big do you want it? And uh, Edison goes, oh, about yay big. So Eastman went out and... Uh, it's 135. Yeah, I've heard that before. I'm not sure how accurate it is, but that, that's the that's the vaunted story. And they get into this sometimes with Disney about you know what's become the story and how many times even Walt retells the story and it changes. Sure, well that's that's <laughs> human nature. You know the, the, the funny. <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> the funny yes. the funny thing the funny thing you know you mentioned Kodak is that um, they're done. Yeah, did you read they're, that article today? They're, 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 you know, they couldn't, they couldn't flex with the changing time. They, 
They, they, they were considered, uh, the opening paragraph was talking about how Kodak was the epitome of the ultimate blue chip company. Yeah. Is this, is this a right new now, article? Because it, was an article it came out came within out, the last week. It was the epitome of the blue chip company. Nothing could go wrong. And now its stock is barely a dollar, over a, a dollar, dollar a share. Yeah. Well, because film is slowly dying. Go ahead. It's dead. They don't make, they don't make Kodachrome anymore. Well, that's, that was about a year ago they, they finally shut it down, and a lot of us cried. That was my favorite film was Kodachrome. But, you know, if you got un, if you got unused rolls of film... About the only thing you really need film for now is if you're in something like a 4x5 format. Uh, even the 2x2 format. Or uh, even oh. using view cameras, because I still know a few people that use those, too. That's, well, that's a 4x5. You're, no, talking about the big, you're talking about the big view camera? The big view cameras. Yeah. Uh, and uh, even now with a, uh, the Hasselblad, you can get digital backs. I mean, they're very expensive. Yeah. But, you, you know, but it would be nice to... I know film still has a special quality to a lot of us, but you know you just got to recognize when your time is up and you got to move along. Look what happened to Palm, you know, or people who didn't yeah. see what was coming. Um, oh. did, now Kodak did get into the digital SLRs. Some very, yeah, but they very highly expensive ones, but they're unable to flex properly. So are yeah. they are they losing the market even in the the Kodak Share printer? You know, the, oh, they've yeah. got that you know, that unit where it, it's pretty much you print you you. It didn't, you know, I don't remember it addressing that piece of their business. It just talked about how they had, you know, didn't zig quick enough well, to jump on the digital the article, uh, wave, and, and now they're paying that price. The article I was reading was addressed that one as well, is that they uh, were trying to go into uh, the digital market, and they actually... <sighs> no, I should not. No, no. I, should, I should not. I should, I should not. Thank you, though. That they went in, they were going into the digital market, and they were trying to get into the digital printing. And a lot of the technologies out there is stuff that Kodak helped develop. But the problem is, is when they were in the film market, they really didn't have any big competitors until Fuji came along. Yes, that's the, right. With the digital printing and all the all that type mm -hmm. of stuff, you have you had Packard. You but have they also Canon, talked about you have, how you have everybody. How in the Kodak, you talk Fuji, Kodak turned their nose up at being the official film for 84 Olympics. So Fuji won that bid and got them their uh, foot in the door and started eating at Kodak's market share ever since. But it wasn't that much, according to the article I was reading, it wasn't that much of a market share that made that much difference. It wasn't until film died and then Kodak uh, just can cannot keep up with what all these other companies like HP and IBM and Canon and everybody else are doing as far as digital yeah, Fuji had great film. Their slide film wasn't very good. Well, it was okay. It was adequate. It was ectochrome equivalent, but they had nothing. Nobody had a Kodachrome equivalent. Never will. And unfortunately, it's, it's history. They were talking today about, you know, 4K. On the red. 4K is already on the red. There's already cameras higher than that. But that some, um, some, red. some movie theaters are now using 4K. Uh, displays in their theaters. Wow. Yeah. So. Wait a second. You poo-poo the red. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm very unimpressed with red. But red, red came out with this. Do you know what? Red. I don't think red cares. I know red you... doesn't care that that I'm very. Oh, I know not. What what the 4K? Uh, there was a story. What? He's asking if, if you want. If you that. want some, go ahead. I'm going to see if anybody wants to share any of this. Well, I might take some. Doesn't mean I'm sharing. You know what I mean. <laughs> 
Anyway, uh, 4 4K for under 10K. That was the news. 4K for under 10K. Yes, you can own a red camera that does 4K native. For well, the, big, the big thing was was the compression. He's changed his mind. Yeah. Um, Show her your little magic card to get you a big discount. Not on the alcohol though, just the food. Just the food. Yes, my brother. Okay. Okay. Uh, she can let us wrap it. Yeah. Okay, sure. As we uh, so, sit yeah. here in the uh, Tiki Bar and continue to order drinks and food, yes. What the uh, Red has another, the, or the Red line of the company has another camera, has Violet or Chartreuse or yeah, another no, name. Yeah. Of, uh, oh, yeah, but that was the, 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 the latest news that uh, Red has a 4K, you know. 4K native camera that you can get for under ten thousand dollars. Well, see, the funny thing is, most people don't can't. Your your average digital cinema is 2K. Probably the XD ones you see are 4K, which charge you fifteen or twenty bucks to see a film. Have you been in one of those XD theaters? No. I finally once we did a matinee, which they don't really give you a discount on. You have a little bigger seats. They're all leather. The screen. What, the one thing you notice is the screen's flat. There's no curvature to it at all. So it's kind of weird going in and seeing it's just flat wall. The film is displayed. And the sound system's supposed to be better, all that stuff. It was nice having the big, cushy seats. Not worth the extra no, money no. whatsoever. 2K and just fine. You know, but, and again, but once you get into, you know, the more resolution you get, the... Okay, fine. You, you, you buy a 4K camera, you make a film, you have to put it on Blu-ray for the time being. That's the highest quality you can get. It's nowhere close no. to 4K. There's not, a, there's not a television that will. No, no. But your native, your native capture images. Yeah, it's are always the, nicer to start out at something huge and great. So when you have to compress, it's still better than starting out with shit. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I totally. Agree. And I was just, it was just interesting news. That, uh, you know, 4K camera for under ten thousand dollars. But you know, most the thing is, most people don't buy them; they rent them. On right. that level, studios don't buy them; they rent. Oh yeah. Though I did read that some, when the Canon uh, 5D Mark II were be proving so successful, <laughs> some productions were thinking about purchasing them, so you could purchase like five of them. Yeah. And have all your setups. Yeah. For the, the same price as running less an Arica. expensive. Yeah. I know an independent producer that does documentaries. He got rid of his uh, Sony Ari. Got rid of those. Air, basically, it's an Airflex, but it's a digital yeah. Airflex. Yeah. For the Canon 5D Mark II, and he uses Carl Zeiss lenses on them. That's what I was going to say is, with the cost, with what Red and everything's going for, you can go rent an Airy system sure. for the same price, maybe even a little cheaper, and I consider it a far better and far easier system to use. But almost everybody I've met, talked to, like the film things and all that, they don't rent anyway. So the, the houses can buy them, and maybe the rental cost less, possibly. Um, oh, I was going to ask you, Shaft. Yes. Oh, that's not <laughs> did, uh, did Anaheim putter out on the second annual film festival? Because you know, it's past, that should have been in, <laughs> what, October? <coughs> yeah, uh, excuse me. Uh, I was going to ask you the same thing, since uh, I heard had, nothing about you, it. So. I thought you had a little better ear. No, I, I specifically went on to the Anaheim website, and I was looking all over for it, and when you look at the film festival, they still uh, remark about the first annual Anaheim <laughs> Film Festival back in 2010. And I haven't seen it. I have heard a rumor from somebody around here that says they were going to try to push it back to like March or April. So now, now it's I, the model of D23. Yeah, we'll no. do it for four years, yeah, but, but D, we pushed it way D, back. D23 is doing one next year. 
Are they doing one again next year? So yeah, they skipped one, but it's, 18 months? They skipped... Um, 24, 18, something in there? No, no, it was I, I almost exactly a year later. I haven't found official AMR website for And I was over at uh, the theaters where they were at, and there was no mention of anything over there, and they've already gone through at least one ownership change since that last one. So. What's gone under an ownership change? The uh, theaters So it's on its third line. owner? It's on its third or owner. Are you sure? I'm pretty certain. So you're not positive, you just... Oh, well, you know. Speaking out of the left cheek. Um, any any <laughs> other... Uh... Okay, so let's see. Uh, I'm going to Florida. Bastard. <laughs> where are you going to Florida? Where? When? When? I know where, Florida. <laughs> Jeez. We are doing something I never thought I'd ever do again. What, grand gathering or something? Oh, yeah, well, there's that too. But no, we're flying out on the 31st of December. Our plane takes off at 11.30 p.m. Out of where? Los Angeles. Los Angeles, okay. So we, be, we need to get you a theme. This is the wrong this, person's theme. It's, yeah, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it still sounds better with the uh, UK ukulele, ukulele uh, orchestra. Okay. I don't know about that, but... <laughs> Uh, all right. All right. So anyway, uh, yeah. So we let fly out on the thirty-first. The problem. This, is, you're talking this year or yes, the following yes, year? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. In in twenty days. Um, so you're flying out on my grandmother's one hundredth birthday. She's born on the thirty-first. Yes. All right. So yeah, we're gonna celebrate. We'll take off thirty minutes later. New Year's Eve. Woo, go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Celebrate, <laughs> celebrate New Year's Eve on the plane. Exactly. How cool. yeah, we'll never. We'll never forget that year, right? Now wait a second. 30 minutes, you might be crossing Arizona. You might miss New Year's Eve. You might actually miss midnight because you'll be changing time zones. Could be. So. Could be. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned, when you're on the plane, you're in the time zone you started until you yeah, land. Because, exactly. yeah, I switch my watch when I land. When I land. So anyways, continue with your so, trip. Yeah. So that'll be, um, so we arrive on the morning of the first, obviously. The problem is we made our reservations and everything before we bought our airplane tickets. And our reservations are for the second. So we have to kill a day in Orlando, having flown a red eye. Now, how did you F that up? Well, it's a really good question. What happened is- And they have no hotel room available on the first. No, no, we got, we, we booked a flea bag. No, but on property. No, nothing on property on the first. We so got, what's, what's taking you there? Anyways, I mean, like Greg said, is this like family gathering? Yes, we are doing a family, 27 people. And it was, you know, we just kind of worked out that this was going to be our time to go one last time before we shut it off for five or six years. Now, why would you say that? Because you haven't gone for what? Three. Three years. Three years ago, right now, I was in Florida. But it's, it's been a conscious decision not a financial decision. Uh, no, it was a combination. Well, I mean, you go when, out to it, the river all the time. I mean, you can make it work if you needed to. In 2008, to. I said, we will probably not come back for three years because in 2008, I had known, I had known at that point that there was going to be some financial setbacks. Like your boat and rent on the boat and no, parking no, the boat? No, no, I'd already bought the boat. Oh, okay. No, I'd, you know, pay cuts, furlough time, things like that. My wife got, you know, they took nine days of pay out of her check. So the money that we were able Our to nine, save. Nine days of pay over. The Schwarzenegger over a, budget. Yeah. We're now on the Brown budget. Nine days of pay over. That's 5%. A, 
nine days equal to five because she doesn't get she doesn't get paid for her summertime. It's 180 days. To she's get not on a 12 month payment. She's on a uh, nine month. Technically, payment? she's on 11 months. Okay. Because the only month she has no duty is July. Five percent. You probably don't notice because the tax yeah. is lower. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you notice. You know, you know there's that thing, that that point where <laughs> I'm me. making less, but because there's not as much taxes, I'm. You notice. Putting, and then combine that with the 11% I took. You took 11. Okay. Well, that's, that so, was better than the 100% I took. Sure, I understand. That's why I'm not. I'm just. But I knew at so the time. So now you're going again. So now we're going again. So, but we had picked the day, the second, because we thought we'd give everybody time to clear out on the first. Right. The thinking was, well, the first is the holiday. It's the last day everyone's get there. So we'll get there on the second as everyone's leaving. I've heard it's really crowded the week you're going, so I don't know. Uh, my very first trip to Florida was on start on the 3rd of January in 1990. I had no yeah, problems. 1990 compared to, it's like, I remember when, you know, I went and, well, with, forget it. Yeah, it's just at the. Either way, so, uh, the, so we don't picked our. Admit how long that goes. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> we picked those days well before we bought our airplane tickets. So now it's time to buy airplane tickets. We cannot find decent flight dollars on the day we want to get there. Here, oh. Americans really good. Just don't play, just don't play any uh, video games or anything on your yeah, phone while you're on American out. Airlines. So, Did um, they catch Saturday Night Live last night? No, I didn't see them. They must have they, spoofed they, the crap out of it. Oh yeah, and they had uh, Alec Baldwin come in as an AA pilot explaining and apologizing to Alec Baldwin. <laughs> yeah, well. I wish I had some, you know, uh, I don't have any sound effect for that. So anyway, so, uh, when it came time to buy airplane, we get 100 hundred to $150 less per person if we flew out 24 hours earlier. Okay, $150, so that's 600 bucks. I can, I can throw down 40 bucks for a flea bag. You know, we're gonna be you all, know, we're all gonna be whacked out anyway because we're flying a... The one year I was gonna go at the last minute, I was looking at some of those flea bags and literally a lot of the reviews mentioned bed bugs, fleas. Yeah, be careful of <laughs> the bed bugs. So, um, well, you know, so what, what kind of trashy, you know, uh, two-bit joint are you staying at? As far as I know, it's not too, you know, I didn't pick it. We paid 36 bucks. We got it on hot wire. Oh, okay. So it's three and a half stars. <laughs> so where are you staying at while you're in uh, Florida? Where's we're, the principal place? Not flea bag. No, where's no, the principal on, place? Once we check at? in the resort, we're staying at Kidani in Animal Kingdom. Ah, very nice. The what so, at Animal Kingdom? Kidani, the DVC, we rented DVC points. Oh, from somebody else? Yeah. So we're there for 10 days total, the 1st through the 10th. Rented Very a car, nice. doing all that, so. Very and, nice. But, it, you know, the discussions have been, so I said, hey, when do you think we're going again? Well, I was like, when they graduate. Okay, whatever. Why, does she not like to return as much no, as No, she do, thinks or? we need to, we need to, you know, take them to other places. They need, to, they need to see other parts of the country well, besides. I, I do agree with that, you know, we, but we, we did both when we had them. You know, we, in the summer we went to, you know, like Boston, Philadelphia, and then, you know, in the winter we went to Florida. Well, we're going to, we did one this year. We went to, went to. Uh, Hello. Hello. Have some little lettuce wraps for you guys. Lettuce wraps. Where's the lettuce? <laughs> right there. Oh, I see. Oh, you build your own lettuce wraps. Oh, okay. Uh, Thanks. <laughs> I think that was the poo-poo platter she was going with. Yeah. Uh, Is that the poo-poo platter? So yeah, the uh, ten days. Yeah. Now you know there the are next, the next there, trip is DC, and we're gonna probably take two years to save up for that. So. Okay. There are other things you could take your kids to while you're there, like the Cape. 
you could go to we, we, we are at the Cape. They don't launch anything there anymore. <laughs> we are going to the Cape. Yeah, they do. It's just not anything with a man on it. <laughs> we are going to the Cape. Oh, okay, good for you. Um, yeah, let me know how that uh, shuttle simulator is. Well, that's right. It's just they, like Mission Space. I don't think so. I don't think so. You <laughs> um, should take them to St. Augustine, too. Now, yeah, St. Augustine now, was very cool. One day out of the bubble is enough. One day. You have 10 days. You've got plenty yeah, you of got, time. Yeah, you got plenty of time to do it out of the bubble. You know, take, them to, take them to the Gator World. You, you know, know, if you come home one light, <laughs> you're, hey, my, you're still coming ahead. You know? St. Augustine is one day out of the bubble. Going to the Cape, that's about half a day out of the bubble because you'll be back in time for dinner. Well, that's the plan, it, to be it, back in time for dinner. On, from St. Augustine. No, it, no. It depends if you, how much you want to enjoy the Cape, you know. Mm, true. I back to the situation. What, what the... Well, you know, I want to see oh, the scenery. That's, I choose wisely. You don't. So. Well, I was the last one here. Well, so that, the, There you go. You chose poorly by arriving late. I'm going to have to move. Well, there's no place to sit. You're not you, sitting next to me. Sure as hell, are you going to stop me? That's going to look so faggish. Won't it? <laughs> right now, we got one chair between each of us. That's right. Manly style. But, but it's like it's like, it's like like uh, when you're riding a pickup truck, right? Yeah. I told you this story. Bend down. The three dudes go across, the guy on the way bends down, so it looks like the two dudes are sitting next to each other on purpose. I don't want to look like the guy that's bending down let if me, you see anything like that. Let me try one of these things. I'll take the little... That's a nice set over yes, there. Yes, it is. Damn. Oh, well. So, and uh, when, uh, when is... Um, yeah, so you, I mean, you could take them. There's all kinds of stuff you could go. I mean, 10 days, you're not going to... That's but then again, you're traveling in a group of 27. You might be yeah. lucky to see the boys uh, get into all the way through Future World by yeah. you know all the closing. dudes are going to. No, we only have actually eight days in the park. Why? Because we arrive on the first. We have no, we have no admission for that day, and that's. Oh, I'm the only one talking. He pulls everybody down with their challenge. Okay, we have no admission for that day. So uh, the next thing will be. I was going to say, uh, be careful, don't uh, spill any of them. You're brand new on no, audio board. No, I'm though. not. Uh, so there's you know, no going to the park besides, you know, that's going to be recovery. Napping, getting, getting, you know, getting over the jet lag because of you know, no sleep the night before, all that sort of stuff. So our first day actually in a resort will be on the 2nd. And then the 10th, the day we come home, our flight's at like 1 o'clock in the afternoon, so there'll be no, we don't even expect to go into a park that morning. I think you should invest in one of those touring plans, which I think is the biggest bogus bunch of crap. I'm not investing in nothing. I just want to see somebody actually use one. I'm thinking, what is the point of those? I, I don't get I, You know, Nate and those guys over on One Way Radio, they're one of their sponsors in one of those touring plans, and they're always talking about how great it is. Think Nate and his brother, is it his brother or yes. is it a bromance? As far as I know, it's his brother. Oh, okay. Sounds like a bromance. I think it's a stepbrother, but... But anyways, I was listening to them and they're talking about these um, these touring plans. I'm like, is it so hard to walk in a park yeah, and no. go places that you need a touring plan to tell you so, save five minutes in this line, go ten minutes in that line? I don't get it. Okay, so my wife and I, right, we're, we're considered the you know first knowledge, first right? two, my my nephew, you know, who works here, he'll be there. Oh, Jeff's gone. Okay, oh, that'll be cool. Uh, he's already. You know, his, his 21st birthday is in four days. Oh, he's ready to drink. So he's already informed me that he wants to drink around the world. <laughs> uh, in four I'm, days? No, no. No, 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 no. I'm, 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 say, I'm yes. saying uh, his birthday is in four days. I'll have to remember that this week. It's Thursday. So, so that's, yeah. We're all, we're all counting down. We're not, you know, the... I see. It's improved. Yeah. So shut up. 
Um, but I still get the mop. <laughs> um, well, maybe that might work out. Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> um, well, that's, that's good for you. I, I'm, I, I was telling Cameron, we, you know, we went to her doctor's uh, dinner last night at Maggiano's. Uh, at South Coast Plaza? Yeah. Okay. And somebody said something about me not being there last year. I'm thinking, wait, I didn't go to Florida. Because I usually would be in Florida now. If yeah. they, even if there was no Mouse Fest. Oh, we're going for the party. <laughs> <You know? Yeah. laughs> Good excuse to go. And by the way, was there a DPN World Holiday this year? No. As far as I know, it no. It just kind of... Which is okay. DPN's just kind of fading away. And it's just like... Having a hard time well just maintaining... Pull, uh, pull that website down. I'll just pull the forms down. Put a picture up that says, this is DPN. Go get our information on Facebook if you find any... Um, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. No. Um, but but there, there's a hangover. There's a world ha holiday hangover, though. Oh, okay. There'll be there'll be a bunch of us there that are uh, there the time I am. Oh, okay. That's that's nice for you. So, <laughs> is it? <laughs> and and somebody was saying I wasn't there last year. I'm like I was trying to think. It's like I was making that short film last year, so I wasn't there. But in the previous year, I was there. And in the what past, short film? I worked on a. I told you I went out to Redlands, California to. Oh yeah, okay, I remember the Redlands, yeah, yeah. Film, which was, what was really odd about shooting that short film was it was a little coffee shop that they rented out, used, which used to be the lobby for one of my former clients. <laughs> like, wait, I know this building. Wait, I know this suite. But so I guess they're long gone, huh. uh, like so many builders and, and things are. But... Um, Did you get paid for that gig or just credit? Uh, yes, I got a small stipend and credit, yes. I'm supposed to get two IMDB credits off of it. And there might be a third because I got an, I kept telling the lady I'd call her, I need to call her. I think their editor may have dropped out, so I might get called in to do some editing or something. So the film's editing. not completed? No. The name has changed and it's not, there's a trailer out. I could send you the email to show you the trailer. Um, but with any, you know, it's just, I w it was depressing the other night thinking this is the time of year I should be in Florida, but I'm not. Yeah, so. no, I think, I think. Uh, I don't have that worry because I've never been in Florida in December, so. Well, what I'm saying is like, I can't, even if yes. I wanted to, I couldn't, couldn't afford to go. So. so I don't expect to go back. That's the gist of that story. We're going to go to DC in a couple, which DC, is a fun vacation. DC, you know, we got to take them to Yellowstone and Mount Rushmore and all that. We got to see, you know. Well, that's not DC. No, no, that's another <laughs> vacation. Wait, now, are you, okay, having okay. been to DC, and I would have liked to spend more time there, but are you going to do like a week just in DC? Yeah. The, uh, that is the plan, because I, you know, the last time I went to DC with my wife, we were there for three days and it wasn't enough time. The, la the last time I we went before that, I, uh, I had family that lived in Annandale, Virginia, right outside, and I was there for 10 days. I saw, I saw plenty. Well, because I'm so, saying, when we stayed in York, um, and we drove two hours to D.C., and we drove the extra half an hour to Fredericksburg, we went to Philadelphia. It's a different person. Uh, oh. We did a lot of, um, you know, I would have liked another day in D.C. to see at least the Smithsonian. Uh, maybe Library of Congress, oh, things of that nature. You, what do you mean the Smithsonian? You didn't see any of the... We, we had our tour for the White House. Okay. We thought that's all we were going to do. And then we ended up walking around. We went to, you know, Jefferson Memorial, the, the Washington Memorial, the Lincoln Memorial. Um, and it was getting dark. We, we couldn't finish the rest of it. Because we had been to Mount Vernon in the morning. Um, wow. So, or in the... I don't know. It, it, it just, we could have used at least one more day. I'm not sure if any more, you know, 
three days max, maybe. I don't know. I mean, just, you know, uh, the American history uh, arm of the Smithsonian, that's a day. Well, I'd like to the see the air and space. space. That's two days because they have two locations now. Yeah. Right. Um, you got to see the National Archives. It takes you a full day to see those. I mean, are you reading every single plaque? Trying to, look? yeah. Okay. Because yeah. then, you know, like when I saw the Dead Sea Scrolls, I didn't have to read every plaque. No, okay, no. there's another fragment of the Dead Sea Scrolls that says something. It says, okay, move on. You know, no, I'll no, no. Like, you know, like when you go to the National Archives to yeah. see the Declaration of Independence and the, cool. and the Constitution, you know, yeah, you spend maybe an hour in there trying to peer through the green glass and say, oh, yeah. well, you know, gee, can I really read it like that? I mean, does that really, how does anyone read that anymore, you know? Yeah. But if you're going through air and space, you know, you're sometimes you're waiting for shows or exhibits or installations. Like, for example, when we were there, in 1998, they had the Star Wars, uh, Star Wars is myth thing. And they had a whole section in it, and you had to get a ticket. And you had to wait in line for a presentation. And like that's how, a, how holograms would come up out of nothing, don't exist, and all that kind of stuff. Right? <laughs> no, it was all it was props, and you know a lot of props and things from so the film. Much bigger than like San Diego's Air and Space. Oh yeah! Oh my gosh! And that's pretty good size. That's like one rotunda with a. Oh, it's more than that now. I mean, but no, way you off haven't been to Air and Space in DC. I've only been to DC once, and that was okay. for the one day. All right. So. Okay. So yeah, no, Air and Space is is three floors. Is it three floors? Yeah, three floors. Yeah, he yeah. wouldn't know. He's Don't never look at me. Never I'm just there. trying to think. You know. And then they got the you know they got the new place out at Dulles with all the big airplanes that they couldn't stuff into the. That's, other, that's why I want to go to the the Wright Patterson. You know, XB 70s there, so big you can't. It's not even in a hangar. I don't think or a building was built around it. I mean, it's there's, it's a kind of the same thing. It's just so big. Uh, uh, all right. So the American the American hangar 18. <laughs> the American history you know portion you know that's giant. You know you, you see the Star Spangled Banner, and they have you see the Star Spangled Banner. You yes. see the, you see the song floating. No, in the you air? see no, you the see Star Spangled Banner that the song was written about. Okay. That is the name uh -huh. of that particular set of yeah. It's the name of the flag. Yeah, okay. Yeah. The Star Spangled Banner. So how close do you have to get to see it? What do you mean? It's well. That's why I know. I'm just giving you a hard time. That sometimes I might. I say I see it. I don't have to read the plaque. Too. Welcome to my world. Oh yeah. Mike. Well, okay. Here's the oh, thing. Welcome to his world. He's got to read every single period. You know, down to you know, the here's period. A, here's a like, funny thing: is you walk in. Okay, yes, that's the Star Spangled Banner, and you read. You know, it's like a newspaper, right? A headline, yeah. a smaller thing, and then real history, right? Yeah. So you read the first two things. Oh yeah, you know, from flew over Fort Sumter on these days, and you know, battle damage, blah blah blah. And this is Francis Scott Key was looking at, but. If you actually read the fine print, you might learn something you didn't know. It could be. It's possible. Might find it on Wikipedia too. <laughs> Who knows? I'm just giving you a hard time. Yeah, but it's it's a good three days to see. I that think thing. so. I, you okay. know, and, and you know, if you want to take time out to go into uh, to sign up for a White House tour, you know, you got to plan around that. Well, that you got to you got to get ahead and yeah, write get, your congressman and, and get invited. And get yeah, that. yeah. And that that'll work. Did you walk through? Did you walk through the Capitol building? That's we, an, we didn't get that's there. another you know that's a ginormous so building. We, we, we went to see the Korean or yeah, Korean War Memorial. Uh, my dad was in the Korean War. And that's right adjacent to Lincoln. To Lincoln. Yep. And Lincoln, there was some construction going on in the front. It was kind of disappointing. And actually, the grass there wasn't well maintained. Right now, I it might be done, but it, um, we watched that series Covert Affairs, and they had an exterior shot there, and the whole water reflecting pool was under construction. It was drained, so. It uh -huh. might be fixed up by then. Well, and of course, the Lincoln Memorial, or I mean uh, Washington Memorial, 
was shut down. I don't know if it's reopened after no, the earthquake. No, it's still shut down. And we didn't take the elevator up there, though it was a long line, so we took a bunch of pictures. When I, my first trip to DC, I went to the top of the Washington Monument, you know, and at that point, the National Christmas tree was up on the on how, the ellipse. How many people you know? can fit in that elevator at one time? I don't remember, dude. I, you know, that's, that's, that's what they had the re they had to retrofit that thing in there. I mean. They didn't build it oh, in there. So 20, it was just 25 years ago. Interesting. But no, so we, we got to that point and we looked at where we had to go back, where the sun was. We wanted to get over the Jefferson Memorial and then time just ran yeah. out. And then, and dark, and that, that was kind of, we wanted to at least drive by the Library of Congress, got all turned around and, you know, and there's cops never, parked in I every never, corner up on the, con you know, up yeah. on the sidewalk. I never made it to the Library of Congress. I've been to the Capitol Building, yeah. the archives, American, there's a Natural History Museum, obviously. You've yeah. seen that at the museum, right? Same thing. But you know, I think we walked past the original Smithsonian and didn't know it. The little red castle looking building? Yes, because again, I'd heard it described, and, and now that I've read uh, Dan Brown's now for the second time, The Lost Symbol, his newest book, is all about Washington. I know, I've read it book. Okay, I, it, and it, all the it, symbols and well, all here's that. Well, here's the funny, you've read, you read one Dan Brown book? How many Dan Brown books have you read? All of them. All right, you didn't notice they're all the exact same thing? What, that someone goes in the peril of two or three times he escapes, he gets away, he's, yeah, so No, what? no, the, the, formula, the, the so. bad guy is someone you know from the very first yeah. chapter. And what's your point? Their formula is my point. So, it's, what, a, it's the same for story. Most writers are formulas. <laughs> oh, it's bad. I'm like, uh, okay, so I read, I read the, the Da Vinci Code. Oh, that's interesting. That's fun, right? I read Angel Demons. Oh, cool, I've been to Rome, so I, you know, I'm, I'm getting I into I think that. it was better than the Da Vinci Code. Though I liked I what the so. Da Vinci Code was about. I thought Angels and Demons was better. Yeah, Some I like, of his I like, other stuff, the, the other one, there was, uh, I forgot the, what The computer were. movie, yeah, the computer yeah, book, and then the yeah. one about the meteor in, Antarctica, in the Arctic Circle, right? Yeah. So I, I read those first two, and then I'm reading, I had to have been reading the, I can't remember which one I was reading next, I'm thinking, wait, this is the exact same freaking book I just read. Exact same thing. All right, here's the, this is the bad guy. I turn to my wife, you read this book? She goes, yeah. I go, that's the bad guy, huh? Well, I'm not saying, okay, thank you. And so I'll, what? This, uh, you know, just say yes. Have, yes. You, have you heard of, have you ever heard of Brad Metzler? No. He's got a show on the History Channel, on the Hitler Channel. So no, it's not the Hitler Channel anymore. No, just, History International really but No, no, there's no, the there's no such the, thing as History International anymore. It's, it's called, it's called it's, H2. Yeah, it's H2. Oh, it's H2? Yes. Yeah. And then they're going to oh. then they're going to come out with another one, H2O. Yeah. Um, so anyways, Brad Metzler's got this show called Decoded. You know what that is, is H2 got bought out by Oprah, so it's the H2O yeah. net record. So anyways, I was... I saw this book. I've seen commercials I, for Decoded. Okay. Since I had written, read one book on Audible or listened to one, it gives you recommendations. And it said it was about, you know, this guy decodes all these secrets about the Mace, blah, blah, blah. So I listened to it. I forgot that the book was supposed to have something to do with Masons. The story was kind of good. <laughs> had to do with the president and almost an assassination, blah, blah. It was all good. They mentioned like one or two small tidbits loosely associated with the, the Masons. But what about Loosely. what I was going to say with the Dan Brown one, he mentions a lot of iconography that I'd like yes. to go see. So we were watching Covert Affairs and her cover as she works at the, the uh, yes. okay. and she walks and I, she walks up to this building. I'm like, Karen, I think we walked right past that and thought it was an old church. I, if it's where I think it is, it was close to Madame Tussauds. It's like one of the side streets on the way up no. to... Uh, oh, oh, the original, original. You're not talking about the red castle on the mall. You're talking about a separate building. It's not on yeah. the mall. All yeah. right, now so I, I don't know. No, I don't think the original red castle is on the mall, is it? It is now. Because we'd walk by, you know, J. Edgar's building, and we walked by the Reagan But that's not building. on the mall. J. Edgar's, bu J. No, Edgar's no, building is no, not on the mall. The mall. That's on so the original Cal Constitution Ave. So the original Smithsonian's on the mall? The castle as far as I, the castle building is on the mall. Okay, I good. do not know if I, 
I cannot speak if that's the original Smithsonian building or if it was formed somewhere else and moved there later. Oh, okay, because we walked past one uh, on our way up to, um, we were trying to get, the Ford's Theater was closed at the time. So we got to go see where he died instead. <laughs> Does that thing tell you how much time we've burned? Yeah, 55 minutes. Oh, that's all, okay. I'm no. sorry, the only reference I have to anything in the Smithsonian is Night at the Museum 2. Yeah. All right, is there any Disney content we want to get back to? <laughs> well, that's what I see you guys were going off in that other stuff. Oh, that's um, okay, you know. Um, oh, well, I was talking about trip to Florida. That's what got us on to other things. Yes, but, yes. So, yeah, no, this is going to be it for a while. And then, you know, most likely we'll be renewed. You could go to the Fountain of Youth, take your kids. There's an historical thing to go do. Uh, we'll most likely be renewing our annual passes to Disneyland yeah, yeah. in 2012. We may be ending ours. So. We managed to hold on one more year, but may not be able to. Uh, you know, there's like two or three times, nothing in the spring, late summer once, and in the fall, and now we've, we've actually started to kind of miss them. Yeah, since um, I started working, I was coming here on Friday nights, but here, which didn't require the annual pass. Sure. And then I was meeting a mutual friend of ours occasionally, walk around the park, and then since I started working 60 plus hours, we, I'm, I'm having a time. What's up with that? Why, We're getting ready for CES. Are they slave driving the crap out of you or what? Pretty much. Uh, uh oh. Did someone did someone fade out? Yep, I lost my battery. Oh, all right. Quick battery change. Quick battery? Well, uh, you know, if he keeps talking, both of our mics will pick him up. So was that battery obviously not brand new when we started? Uh, no, I used it for a wedding. Who'd you mic in the wedding? I wanted to mic uh, the bride and groom, but she didn't really have a place to um, to put it. So they had this this like arch. It was outside in a winery, and they had this arch, and we tested it. And it sounded perfect, and they like stood in front of it. So and then it was like, okay, it's time to say your vows. So I had to like really fix it and post, which meant all the water fountains that were all over the place. Where like really it'd be like here and all the water, then we down. Here and all the water, but you. She was really, you know, talking about her. Well, that was kind of like. So it was tough. I had the opposite problem. I actually plugged into the soundboard at the church. Oh, he so. pulled he pulled a mic on his video. No, I didn't. Me? Well, no, I did, I did on the one part of me, it. Me, Mike. One part. Yeah. Yeah, he you, called, Mike. He called it a mic. He he thought he had the camera running, but he turned it off. Oh, and yeah. He turned it back I've on. Done and that, it was yeah. off. Yeah. You know. Uh, at least I only did that for one minute's worth. But no, the. Uh, <laughs> but back to so your, your vacation, uh, your annual pass. Um, I'm actually kind of looking forward to you know Carsland opening up. Oh, I we were. Oh, I wanted to get back to Carsland. We started to say something we didn't. Um, yeah, so we're getting ready for CES. We're building a, a booth for Verizon, Microsoft, Technicolor. Um, what? Okay, so. How long do they use these booths? Just one show and then pitch them? Sometimes they're one shows and they throw the whole things away. Some of them are made and stored for another show because they reuse the same booth. Uh -huh. Like the Sony booth at NAB for at least three years has been the same booth. It's been in different locations, but it's been the same basic sure. booth. Um, we can peel off the laminate and relam. So sometimes we'll save the wall panels and just take the lamination off and redo them. Um, 
I can't imagine putting that all that crap in a dumpster. Yeah, sometimes they have jobs. There's a couple, this one job came in that said this was a throwaway job, so I asked if I could have a couple of pieces. There was like this display case with a, with a lucite top or you know, plexiglass top, I was perfect. My monorail could go in there. And one, one of the partners said, yeah. And the other partner told the guy to put it away. We might reuse it. <laughs> you know, so I'm, I'm still waiting. I still might get it in a few. So I wanted to take use a couple of the pieces. I was going to paint them green, so use them for green screen props. Where sure. we can, or a stage. I'd, I'd like to do some, you know, mice cast like roundtable video type shows. And I thought we could make some stage stuff out of it. You know, wow. Mike's going. No, I don't want to do this. I don't know. I'm just thinking. Goodness gracious. How you know? How many cameras do you need for that? Three at least. Well, I don't one, think we'll, you know, one in each position. I don't think we'll get that good at it, but I like to do something where we can and try you, to do it. You need a fourth person to. Well, I think so. I've switch. got some people, but I don't know. I'd like to do something, even if it's one camera shot or two, and I, we go back and edit it. Uh, I'd like to try something, but I'm I'm for that. I just I know. With a lot of the equipment's you know being gathered. So uh, anyway, so yeah, that's what that's what they do. The, a lot of the. A lot of the guys in the shop are working probably close to 80 hours. Goodness so, It's a long time to do these when, things. And when CAS is over, then you go back to normal, or? Yeah, then probably. NAB. They don't do a lot for NAB. No, they don't. For whatever reason, but. See, I, uh, this, this is going to be the first year I'm going to miss CAS. Think, think about NAB. There's not a lot of those booths that are very complex. A lot no, of them are, you know, four posts and some drapes. I got to admit, CES is far flashier. For, yeah, the the, the um, Microsoft booth we're making is basically 100 by 200. It takes almost our whole warehouse to build it. In fact, we had to build it around a column. So part of the floor is it's two stories, is taken out and built around it. And But we know that piece will size, you know, the floor will size in there, but it's built around the column. And the Verizon one so, I'm okay, working so on. So the booth is floor and three sides, three walls? No, it's four sides. There's there's offices, there's sliding glass doors, there's it's two story. It's Wait, it's two stories tall? Yeah. It's two levels. Oh yeah, yeah. Mo a lot of the stuff out there is two stories tall. We did stuff for Comic-Con um, that was two story. Um, They'll have their like little meeting room offices up on the second floor type deal, things like that and all their displays right below it. The Verizon one we're doing is circular. So, and while I'm working on the, the offices and meeting rooms, they were, they were 100 by 20, I think. Wow. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty big stuff. And I thought they'd all be made out of like like gauge steel, something. They're all made. It's all wood. It's a, it's, you know, three quarter inch birch for the most part, uh, with quarter inch Luan skins, and then they're laminated over that. Birch. So yeah. Coppers. Uh oh. So, I checking the Just making the rounds, keeping the order. Is that is that is that one of those guns that the guy in the um, in in the uh, Oakland subways forgot was, or he picked the wrong one? He had a yellow, looked like a taser gun. For the guy in Orlando or not or, or Oakland, the the subway police said he thought he was going for his oh, taser and he yeah, pulled the other but, one. Okay, yeah. I can see almost see why looking at that. It it other than being yellow. The shape and the grip and the size. I'm sure it weighs different. You would think, wouldn't you? You would <laughs> not, think. Not when you're grabbing a the dip, when you, your other weapon's a Glock. Yeah, I'm pretty sure a that a taser weighs less than a freaking no, weapon. No, Even no. a plastic Glock. And I guarantee no cops carrying a plastic weapon. Maybe carrying a Glock, but it's not, you know, 
Yeah, I, I don't really buy that story, but I could buy in the heat of the moment and the excitement that, you know, and it, depending on how well-trained or not well-trained he was. But anyways, yeah. another show. Um, so when's cars? When, when's our cast member preview so we can go see Cars Land? Uh, I have not heard anything official yet. It's going to be June. It's late. Yeah, that's what I'm that's guessing mid. it's going to be about June, too. What? Mid, June is mid, not late. No, no, it's late in the year. I mean, For summer. Because summer starts June 20th. Right, yeah. So if it's yeah, but the summer, June, the summer, June's summer. The, okay, late for Disneyland is opening after the summer season starts. Yeah, fall, fall opening. I'd call that late. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so the calendar, yes, that's late. But in the way they want things done, they want it up and running for the summer rush, you right? Would, you would hope so. Yes. So for, try a soft opening in spring, maybe. Uh, so, you yeah. know. One would hope a soft opening in spring so that things can get situated on it. We'll see. I mean, well, like, actually, I, I, the thing's been running since it, last May or June. It, it's, it's been, been running. running before they started the uh, concrete work around yes. it because they tested yes. to make sure it worked before they built around it. And it yeah, but did okay. Yeah, so the actual. Oh, what did I see? I, I saw something. It might have been in the OC online. The old tortilla factory is being turned. Ghirardelli. Yes. Ghirardelli. Ghirardelli is it official? Because I've been hearing yes, that as it was, rumors. It's in the but, paper. And they ah, said well, they okay. were still waiting for uh Well, yes, it's it's for as far as it can it's as close to being confirmed as we can probably get at this point. So. Okay, because I was I was told when I heard the rumors going out that they didn't want to say anything yet because they didn't have a contract signed on it yet. And what do we say about frontline cast members? They don't know shit. <laughs> Just... Well uh... Okay, would you say Splash Mountain opened on time or late? Late. Uh, I don't. believe it. It had numerous setbacks. Okay, when did it open? July. I don't really remember. Oh, come on, July. When was it supposed to open? The previous November? <laughs> like, I don't know. No, the worst case is probably something not opening on time is test track. Yeah, but see, I don't you know. That, that wasn't around me. I know, but it, it, it was like I don't a year after. Yeah. A year after the rest of Tomorrowland opened up. Well, well, you're talking, sure. so I thought I'd, the private dick. <laughs> All right, so I need theme music then. Is that yeah? That, we, we need yeah. to get some kind of theme. Let's, music. let's see if there's anything on my iPod now that I can. The problem with this theme music is you got to get it queued up to the right spot because it's so much just. Uh... Let's see, there you go. You can see. I don't even know who that is, but you can see their offices on the second floor of that one in the background. Second floor back there. Yeah. Okay. Right on. <laughs> This cat shaft is a bad mother. Such a mother. Bad mother. That's me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no one understands him but his woman. John Nobody understands him but my woman. That's I'm true. not sure she even does. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Oh. Yeah, so yeah, I'm, I'm annual pass looking for. I've only got a few bucks on me, Oh, is it time to pay up? Yeah, you should. I'll give you everything I have. Okay, fair enough. And I should give you more one other day when we meet up. Okay. What do I give you? Okay, I owe you at least double that. Front, not more than that, probably. Because we can't split that now, right? How much, is, the, how much is the, the booth? drink? I got eight. was uh, about uh, nine bucks each. Well, shoot. Ten bucks. I got eight bucks. It's been kind of slow Disney. Thing. Sorry, Richard. No yeah, yeah I, I meant to say up front to split it and I forgot. Uh, there's not much Disney-type uh, news going on, is there? 
Uh, no. It's gotta be pumpkin. You think so? Well, there's a Grand Floridian DVC thing. There's... Is that big news though? I guess for the DVC type. That's big news to somebody. I'm telling you, I was, and I, I had to write the Wedway guys. They were getting so excited over small, dumb little things that I thought were dumb little things. Like they, they named the bridge that the monorail's gonna go over on, it's called DCA's Main Street. Okay, we've known since the early drawings it's gonna be some kind of, you know, early California, Spanish kind of style bridge, right? Isn't that that famous bridge that runs over the... Yeah, the five it's, in LA. It's the Hyperion. Yeah, it's, it's, isn't it called the Hyperion Bridge? Because it's on Hyperion Ave? I yeah. don't remember. I, I, looked at, I looked it up. It go, there's like three different spans of it. It goes over the five and... Well, but anyways, they were, they, they were like really goo goo gaga over it. And I'm like, really? Because there's a name for it now? It's like, I mean, we've known the bridge is going to be there and it's roughly what it looked like. Um, but, you know, good for them. They get excited about things like that. But, um, but then again, they, were, dreams they were talking about how richly themed the Wedway and Disney World was. I'm like, and again, I wrote them richly themed it's a transportation system that takes you around and they gave me they referred me to another show for when they redid Tomorrowland in Florida and they came up with the I guess the, the, the electric power company that is that ugly looking building in front of Space Mountain it's the, oh yeah yeah that's a gift shop yeah they had all this stuff like tied together with and there's you know multiple spurs of the the wedway or the transportation system and you're going to this area and that area and, and we're doing yeah. great yes you're great thank and, you and uh, it just was oh. It was just kind of odd, but you know, whatever floats your boat, I guess. Yep, really. I, I didn't look at it with quite that much. <laughs> I didn't think it was that lavishly. I didn't think it was all that themed. themed. It reminded me of what it looked like before all it's that. It's kind of too. like our old, old people mover. You know, you go buy things, Tron Tunnel, yeah, uh, things of that nature. That would be awesome. But to be Tron really Tunnel free, you know, I don't know. But yeah, like I say, that's what keeps Disney alive is the people who really enjoy some of those smaller details, I guess. Even though I still don't get it. But. Even when you can't find those smaller details. Well, I mean, I've seen some of the things they were pointing out. I just, to me, I wouldn't have got that excited over that. But then again, they were also talking about uh, a Disney MGM that I never experienced, that Mike experienced when it first opened and how there was a lot of stuff going on on the street, I guess. A lot of interaction, things that are yeah, you know, well. not there anymore. The whole let's take you for a ride. Yeah, that, that was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see that they, and some people were speculating they did this because uh, Lucas was on his way to, for the opening of the, the new Star Tours, is the tank that was rusting away, it's all been restored. Tank the, that was the, rusting away. The one from uh, The Last Crusade. The old World oh, War oh, One yeah, tank. Yeah. And, and the exit of, uh, if, if you. Of Indy. It, yeah, if you leave the proper exit, you get to see it. It was all yeah. rusting away. Yeah, yeah. It's been restored. It looks um, like it did in the movie. Yeah. I, I don't know if it was because he was coming out or they just decided, are we going to let it just literally rust apart here? That's uh, uh, it's kind of like when we had Lasseter come out last week uh, to inspect Cars Land, but he was also going to take a look at like, some other things. Everybody went over through uh, Bugs Land and went through Buzz Lightyear and they were touching up everything real quick. Oh, only his, only stuff associated to his. Exactly. I, you know, there's, there, would, there would be a good topic. I'm not that impressed with what I've seen come out of Lasseter. Everybody, Lasseter was everybody's like golden boy savior of WDI. He was going to come in and do this. All we've, all, all we've really done is add Cars Land. Okay, we got an aerial attraction. All right. 
I don't see him actually really doing much. So what? We're getting a bunch of fantasy fairy tales in Florida, you well, know? It's like, well, okay, was the Fantasyland project his? I don't know. It wasn't was already he, done before. Was he the I impetus for that? I, I thought that was already uh, in the, underway. I don't, but yeah. I, I, I'm, I know that uh, the, the billion dollar re remake of uh, DCA. DCA, we can thank Lasser and uh, didn't we met? Was it Matt we met? Part Matt of Matt we met was a huge part on that. Let me get this one ready for you. Yeah, thank you. Let me see this. In fact, I think that's all set. <coughs> Thanks. Thanks. You too. Um, yeah, Matt Weedman was a huge. Uh, now, do we know that they weren't? Because you know, again, I will, I will always compare DCA to Disney MGM. Because when you really look at the history of Disney MGM, they had nothing when it opened. You had one major attraction. Wait, someone just did you know. an article on that. That the whole idea of build and add, as opposed to design, design, design get all ironed out to build everything. So starting with Disney MGM, it was build small, get it open, and then we'll add as necessary. That was the first park that did that. Every US park since then has done the same thing. Animal Kingdom. Build and add, DCA build and add. But what, what all has Animal Kingdom added? Everest? What else didn't come with opening? Was Dinosaur there when it opened? I don't remember. No, that was added. I, I don't know about Dinosaur. Yeah. But I know they've already, they, they've added Everest. And I want to say dinosaur. I want to say. Uh, well, it's called something well, countdown, 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 countdown to extinction. Yeah, countdown to extinction. I think that was an add-on. They had the uh, dinosaur plaza, but I think that was an add-on attraction. And they're still afterwards. talking about adding to it, right? And uh, wasn't the whole Lion King thing added it's after just a, it opened? It's a, it was an outdoor it's, show. It's they an outdoor the show, building. but still, it's, it's, it's a parade shoved in a building. Um, but it's one thing. You know, a lot of people disagree with me, but when you look at you know, when you were there and there was no Hollywood, sh or there was no um, sunset. Sunset, you had the great movie ride. Half your day was taken up trying to do animation and backstage tour, right? Pass. I think I read Indiana Jones didn't even open with the park. It was there. Was it? Yes. You weren't there on opening day, though. No, no, no. I did not go there on opening. It opened in, it opened in May of '89, and I was there in January of '90. Okay. I, I want to say it didn't open right away. It took a couple months. Star Tours wasn't open. Star Tours was soft open when I was there. Oh, was it? Now, I understood that it, by listening to some of these, to get to where, oh, that wasn't open. The, my favorite restaurant, not because it's good, just because it's fun, the uh, Sci-Fi Dine-In was not an original. Because that, that back be. row that where the commissary and all that is, that was kind of like behind, uh, if, I, if I'm recalling right, that, were, that was like behind the sound stages. That wasn't really where you could access because you, you had that sound stage you could walk through as part of the... Uh, no, no, the place they ripped open is is a, um, where you couldn't walk through is where... The, uh, okay, so you're going down the street, you can go into the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids Playland. Yeah, yeah. You go a little bit farther, there's a breezeway with a restaurant in there. Yeah. That was closed. Well, I know, because you couldn't walk down the streets of America at that time. That was part of the backstage you tour, could, right? Part of it you could. Part of it. Half of it you could walk down, half of it you couldn't. Okay. So the far end where the cyclorama is, yeah. you could walk by that. Okay. Halfway down, I think where so, the San Francisco Chicago thing yeah. is, that was blocked off. And sci-fi was sci-fi there when you were there? I don't remember it being yeah. there. Because uh, I was thinking I read it wasn't there when it opened. I want to say though maybe the commissary was there. Um, but anyways, yeah, it's that's a park that is majorly expanded. I mean, it really came up with a new anchor. I think you know, Tower of Terror probably could be considered its anchor now more than. 
the great rock, movie. Rock ride. and Roller Coaster. And, and, ro rollercoaster, and Rock yeah. and Roller Coaster. But without those, that was like a half-day park. I, I'm not so sure that, uh, you know, they'll maybe last it or pushed it. I, I, I have a feeling this was the long-term plan for DCA. And you even look at Disneyland, you know, people, it might be sobering for people to actually go look at that model on Main Street oh, to see yeah. how really very little there was it's to do. Half is what, what it is today. Yeah, I mean, a lot of restaurants, a lot oh. of shops. Fantasyland probably had the meat of the attractions. Uh, Fantasyland was just Fantasyland proper, where the carousel and the dark rides. You didn't have a small world or a small world. No, I know, but have a think about it. Or the... You had three, four, five, <coughs> five attractions in Fantasyland the day it opened. You, you had the three dark rides. Only three at that right, time. Right, I forget there's only three. There are three. You had the carousel, Dumbo. You, and, and you, you had, had Dumbo. Dumbo, and you had the teacups. Six. Six. So you had six attractions, and now. Uh, don't forget, don't forget Storybook. No, Storybook was eight later. Oh. Book, books and original, dude. Yeah, books and original. Okay, so there's seven, and then Casey Jr., eight. Okay, eight attractions in Fantasyland. You go over to Frontierland. Mine Train didn't open with the no. opening. Mule ride. Riding the mules, no? Stagecoach, those, those might have been open. I think the riverboat might have been open. Uh, I think it officially opened the next day. But it, it, so, in well, Adventureland, you had the you know the one attraction in Adventureland. That's, that's, that's one of those trivia things. They because Walt had his party there the 16th over at the Golden Horseshoe Saloon, and then he took everybody out on a ride on the riverboat yeah. the day before the park opened. So what was the first ride that? Was open. Oh, yeah. Well, like even like Casey Jr., it had problems, so it might officially open the next day. It opened, but then it closed. You know, there's yeah. all kinds of little. I mean, Tomorrowland. Like we still do when we have a yeah. rehab. Tomorrowland's Tomorrow all walkthroughs. It had a, the, the really cheesy rocket jacks, I think, when it opened, didn't it? Yeah, the Astro Jets. Astro Jets, whatever they call them, and most of the rest of it's walkthroughs. So Fantasyland was really kind of the meat and the train yeah. to go around the whole joint. Yeah, so. of course. Well, that's the first thing, right? Jungle Cruise. Yeah. Well, that's what I said. Oh, you, yeah. you, you missed that. I was already oh, okay. been in and out of Adventureland. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was a it was a build and add. I like that kind of. That's a good analogy. Um, Get it open and then you know adjust as necessary. And I can't I can't say I I can't honestly think that when they built DCA they didn't know they were going to be they would have to add and change and do things because they. They cheesed out on a few things. You know, in a sense, they're almost going back to the entry they originally planned with some modifications. Because yeah. the original, I found a flyer that we were given, and the entry was old Spanish LA. That yeah. was the kind of motif and look of the entry, which we're going back to with some modification, adding to Carthay and all that. But uh, it's, yeah, it is kind of going back in, in a sense. So I, I don't know. I, um, it might have taken a lot longer. I don't know, I, but it's it, it is it, what it is. It'll be, you know, walking through there and watching the construction there, I get to walk through there in a couple more days again. It uh, really looks intriguing. I mean, the you saw when they stripped down the walls to where it was just the bare steel out there, and now how much they've built out. It's even the buildings that are going in there for the uh, new entryway just look almost twice as large as the ones that were originally there. Oh, yeah. So. Well, those are all open now, right? No, no. The entryway is still closed. You have the alternate. Oh, that's yeah, right. You still go, you, go behind Right, Soren. but you go through the new entry. You just don't go in the street. Right. I'm talking about the, uh, yeah, the street yeah, itself. Yeah. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. All right. We're well, about ready to call this thing uh, good. Well, we'll okay. one, more, one more comment here. Um, the other park, the uh, competition park, uh, you all heard about uh, 
Universal here in Universal. Oh, Harry, oh, yes, Potter. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. No, okay, I didn't hear because uh, Steal the Spotlight Viragosa was <laughs> at the meeting. <laughs> Look at me, not what we're doing, Viragosa. Um, and for, for everyone that's lucky enough not to live in California, Viragosa is the media whore mayor of Los, Los Angeles. Angeles. Are they building the full Harry Potter land? Like, um, I, I, what did they announce? I didn't they hear. They announced Harry Potter's coming to LA. And as far as I know, it's going where Waterworld, Gibson Amphitheater, which is and Shrek, the Shrek 4D, and that Nickelodeon Playland, that whole strip. And then yeah, some of it's supposed to be Hogsmeade. It's supposed to be and, very similar. And then some of it's going to spill down. You know the the area right below that where the cyclorama is, and the that house from uh, it's Great Outdoors. No. Uh, Wait, and, well, okay, okay. And, a, and a avalanche tunnel, all that is supposed to be part of it too. That's huge. Then. That sounds yeah, bigger than the one that's in That's a big Florida. chunk of land. Yeah. You're talking about you said the Gibson. Are you talking about the uh, regular Universal Amphitheater? Yeah, the one that's okay. You know where Waterworld is, right? Right. Right next to it's the enclosed amphitheater. Right, right. Okay. I, I it's was, not called the Gibson anymore. What's I, it I have no uh, idea what it's called. Anyway, so it used to be the it, outdoor one, yeah. But, but yeah, so it's a bit. It's, it's a long strip of land starting with Waterworld Amphitheater, Shrek 4D. And then that out well, the water play down area. Down there where Shrek 4D is, is also where they, um, oh, Shrek. I was thinking, um, well, wait, yeah, you've got to pass um, the Simpsons there. Simpsons, that's, pa Simpsons is where Back to the Future, that's all the way down. Right, right. And where you load on the trams now. But if you want to get down the ramp, you've got to pass that somehow. I'm not talking, I'm talking about, okay, so you know where Waterworld and yeah, all that is. Yeah, where Waterworld is right come in. But right behind it. But right behind it. south is, end, I should say, of it, it, it And the back lot area is the Cyclorama and the Great yeah. Outdoors. Okay, they're talking about building some down there, too. I'm going to have to look at an aerial map because it's been, you know, when we used to go, yes. you loaded on the trams right at the front entrance. Yes. Waterworld was right kind of behind that. Yes. You know? Yes. So I'm trying to. You know, I'm gonna have to look. Okay. So area. the tram, the tram loading, you go all the way, you go all the way down to, yes. Simpsons. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's a, you go down, you go out on a bridge. It goes over the tramway. Yeah, and you go down and you load down up down below down there. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Is uh, I actually actually met was talking to a guy that works over there at Universal, and he was saying that that's where he, where exactly where you're talking about. He said they're we're gonna get rid of the amphitheater, and they're talking about building a new amphitheater across from Universal Studios so that, I don't know, just building a new amphitheater out in there. I'm surprised they're taking out the, but you know, I was in it for the Shrek opening. It didn't seem like it was in that, that great Shrek, shape that, anymore. That Shrek, that Shrek uh, 4D show is dumb. I haven't seen it. I, when dumb. I was in Florida, nobody wanted to go see it because they said we had it out here. It's dumb. And I never saw it out here. Waterworld's fun because it's campy and it makes fun of itself. Yeah, but look how old it is. Well, Okay, but you remember what it was before? Uh, yeah, Crockett and Tubbs. That's Miami Vice. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can go back to Miami Vice. We had that movie a few years ago. <laughs> Miami Vice movie? It was so bad, yeah. that's why you don't know. That's why you don't remember, I don't yeah. I don't remember it at all. So, yeah, now they're, uh, yeah, it's all in a row. It's that whole section. Okay, I'm going to, I say, I'm going to look it up on a map because, yeah, I'm going to, that's, that's interesting. I want to do that. Are we getting live entertainment setting up? Yes, we are. Yeah, it's going to be is it? loud enough that we won't be able to oh, hear very well. All right. So are we ready to shut down? Anything else, Richard? I can't think of anything else. Except that it's just nice to do this, finally, once again. It's been yeah. a while. What you got there? The soaring exit music. We go oh. soaring in, we might as well soaring out. <laughs> <laughs>
You don't want to use our standard egg fantastic? Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. I have it. Oh, it's not. We're going to raise some money the for the fruit of ministry? Is this. We count up the number of souls that have been saved by this ministry, and then subtract the number of souls that have been permanently hard towards the gospel what the hell is this? Ministry, which reduces the grand fruit of ministry total. Tiffany, souls saved, 11. Hearts irrevocably hardened, 153 million people. We got negative fruit here. Negative fruit? Show some of you people out there half testimony. Oh, let's see, what, what, what do we have here? Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, oh, Disneyland right? has now concluded its normal <laughs> operating day. Nice. Yeah, folks, and me and my pals hope you had a swell time. Oh, yeah. Built to the hell. Uh, Minnie? Uh-huh. It's that time. Uh, what time is that, Minnie? Oh. Howdy duty time. Oh, it's time. Okay, I have some Fantasmic. It may not be the one we need, but... I have it right here if you want it. Do you want to play the whole thing? It's three minutes. Is this... Oh, this one is uh, 25 minutes long, so what do we have here? You have the actual whole show. I just have the last segment. Yeah, yeah, you want to just... They might want to... Okay. Yeah, just plug it in there. Next time... Well, yeah, you reach. The cords aren't reaching. That's okay. And then, uh, yeah, we'll try to get these little clips and cues better next time. Mm -hmm. So one thing about working with this kind of stuff, we need a second one though, so we can run in both of them. Yeah, right. there you go. We got three minutes and 18 seconds, so. To, to initial, so you see, next time we'll bring extra cables, we'll plug you both in, we'll have both. I have, I brought it. Okay. Remember? Yeah, but you said you, okay. All right, so. This was fun. Should we limit this just to remotes then? Oh, you mean uh, our shows? Yeah. We could do that. If we want to do this in the park, we're going to have to, you know, huddle more around the equipment, <laughs> I think. Uh, people do notice it. They have been looking at us a few times as they walk by, but yes. nobody here seemed to care. No. I don't mind doing it, you know, at the hotel or in downtown Disney somewhere. Um, it's, this has been kind of cool so uh, but I would like to do one in the park but I also have you know if we have guests come by I've got handhelds oh yeah you know so we we've got we've got three open bays we can plug into here so um, yeah sounds fun what are you looking concentrating on his new phone what you no, looking I'm, uh, I was trying to find something in here but I don't have it yet still oh. trying to figure things out oh, okay well yeah no it, it was a the Kungaloosh was tasty. I thought that was a good opener. That yeah, was good. Yeah, it was good. Uh, I got one. I got one response from I because you know I oh maybe this is, oh no that's email. I got one response from uh, a listener that figured out what we were doing. How so? Well, I tweeted it. I just said oh. I just said a picture. We're breaking out the recording oh, gear, okay. you know, and we have the appropriate beverages. And then and what was the response? What? Someone else said we made their Christmas. Oh, knowing that there's going to be a new show? Yes. <laughs> yeah, now we got to figure out how to export my multi-track into two-track so we can get it up uh, posted. So I've got to take the multi-tracks, get it down to a... Uh, what is it, one file? Right now it's probably broken down in uh, four. Okay. Four, well, it's four tracks. 
Um, so that's okay. It's right. not a big deal. It's an automatic thing. It's a, the board's so new. I haven't learned all of the uh, all right. doodads. So I get, now it's time to wrap up because we're getting the. Uh, all right. Goodbye. I've <laughs> saved the big finale. All Richard, right. any last words? No. Okay. <laughs> well, it was fun. Good night. Good night. Yes, and uh, happy holidays. Good. Good ad. I was looking for uh, crank, crank it up a bit. I, I do oh. have it cranked up. Looking for my uh, Jack Wagner. Oh, the meaning of the word. Oh, <laughs> oh. Sounds really tinny, though. It does. It does. That just got better all of a sudden. Oh, we all got both channels, that's why. It's like going in and out. Do I not plug it in all the way? Maybe, because it's not, it's Does it look like it's plugged in all the way? It looks like it's plugged in all the way. <coughs> yeah. We didn't get all the channels.